When it's time for lunch, you can pick up a spoon or grab your fork buddy and dig into a Nuna. It's Nuna with Dan and Marty. If you never had a Nuna, well, there's no sooner way. Just bend over at the middle in the middle of the day. It's a Nuna. It's a Nuna with Marty and Dan. Ah, oh, welcome to an old school episode. Uh, it's just the, the, the original three. It's just yes. the three of us. We can make it if we try. Just the three of us. The three of us would be one uh, dulcet tones of Marty Yu, the less dulcet tones of Dan Etheridge, and the always dulcet tones of DJ Shaw. Yes, we are the warm hug from the creepy drunk uncle who holds the brace just a little too long, like two hours too long. I, uh, they called me drunkle at the, uh, at the Christmas holiday. Holiday party yeah, at the that, Etheridge that's house. That's a stretch. Um, <laughs> this is actually the Smodco Smorning Show on the Smodco Internet Radio Network, Tuesday West Coast edition. But because it's just the three of us, we're... we're just the three of us! <laughs> oh, we can make it if we try! Hiding castles in the sky! It's a pie in my eye! You and I and James! <laughs> you and I and James! <laughs> uh, good morning to Janelle, and thank you, Will Wilkins, for getting us on. Um, oh. and, and I said, here goes nothing um, on the Twitter, and he goes, OBS. Oh, it's far more than nothing. It is something. Oh. It is the magic, the technological... Yes wizardry of Will Wilkins. So thank you for getting us on the air. And Yako and Tyson and Darren and Mike, I hope you feel better, but I'm yes. glad you're allowed, uh, able to hear live, listen live. I'm, I'm watching Jadling, myself on the Steve. video stream right now and look at how many jowls I have. Clay I have four chins. <laughs> Jeff and that's the worst angle of Chris. all time. Oh, yes, that's great. <laughs> look at that. So Holy if you want to see... If you, if you want to see the... Uh, the the uh, what is it the the troll king and uh, the original Hobbit? But I mean, uh, I look grotesque there. Well, I look like my king face his, is growing his... out of a, a neck. It's a waddle. I think it's a waddle. What... Yes, that's uh, awful. you can go on UStream. That is uh, God. I can't even look at that. I was. I mean, Ustream. now I'm freaking TV. myself out. Um, yeah. Did we say? I mean, like yes. So we so we played the old Nooner Dan Marty theme because, yeah. in fact, unfortunately today, Bill, Stephen, and Emily are all uh, out of time for the holidays. Steven. Steve. Steve. Steve and Emily Steven. are snowboarding, but not together. Um, and then Phil <laughs> On is, the same mountain, on the but same not ma- together. Not together. On the same chairlift, not together. Not together. Uh, in the same bed, not, not together. together. And Bill is reading... Oh, he's playing Santa at a school for... Uh, That's uh, two in a row that he's missed. I know. Not he, that see, I get to scold anybody I, for missing episodes. Some, a bunch of children with leukemia asked me to do make a wish for them today. I said, "Fuck you guys! I got to be here on the air." That's so, the spirit. Yes, that's the spirit of Christmas. Uh, so, yesterday the mm-hmm. NSA. Yeah. Uh, Wait, we're jumping right in. That's that, it. No more that's niceties. Exactly what you said last week, and I said we do that every week, and we've done that every week since we started. We jump right in. We jump right in. I thought there was like a little like niceties and some banter. Well, we, this that and- was what we'd done for the past five minutes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm really upset this morning, Marty. Okay, I'm I'm beside myself because the NSA uh, was ruled unconstitutional. There, not not solely about that. Okay. Do you want me to to bring my personal life to the forefront now, or do we'll, we get we'll get to it? We'll get to it. So to the NSA, get, we're going to get right to it. I'm I'm bored with the whole NSA thing. I'm so. I'm getting getting right through this. So okay, go. The uh, there was a district court yesterday that ruled that the NSA's surveillance uh, tactics were unconstitutional. Uh, it's momentous because before that, the only judicial oversight was through the FISA courts. This is very high, you know, whatever, nerdy stuff. But mm-hmm. these are secret courts that mm-hmm. said, oh, yeah, you can go. It's totally constitutional for you to do that. 
But now this district court is saying that you can't or that it's unconstitutional. This gets shot up to the appeals court. So uh, – and there's been a lot of criticism of the NSA for their intrusive mm-hmm. techniques. Yep. 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 Here's the thing. We never would have known this stuff if not for Edward Snowden. Okay. Right. Uh, and – the uh, and I remember when he first came out releasing all these documents, he was he was on the front page and and it was very melodramatic because he was rushing off to Hong Kong and right. he's yeah. bragging about all the stuff he had and and he just sounded like a, a grandstander and and there was something kind of weird about him. Did, 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 what was your opinion of him when you? When you- I mean, I was a little tied up in my own world. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know. I'm not being obstinate. I just didn't, I didn't, I knew it was going on, but Mm -hmm. I didn't invest a lot emotionally in the issue. I'm not like emotionally supercharged about this. Right. Um, It doesn't give you a lot to work with, does it? No, 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 it does. But (laughs) because, (laughs) but in in retrospect, we can look back and see what, what has happened. I mean, less about what has happened to him. Right. I think he was, he was right in his, uh, to, to escape, I think, because he saw what happened to Chelsea Manning or Bradley Manning, yeah. and uh, he was you know stripped naked and and essentially tortured in a way emotionally emotionally tortured, yeah. and he wanted uh, his freedom, and yeah. he he says that he released these documents because he believes in the the tenets of, of America and and that he thought that the NS, what the NSA was doing was un-American and unconstitutional and um, and also hiring all the, these outside contractors yeah. was uh, damaging uh, security. So, uh, and then months later, I really think he's done a great thing. I think that he's exposed a lot of things. Who knows what else he has and how he will... Right. He, he has thousands and thousands of documents. We don't know what he has and what he can do with them. And we have to trust that he's going to do the right thing, <laughs> which is kind of weird. But I would say that, you know, I think he casts a light on a very dark part of our government, the NSA. Probably so. You know, I'm always supposed to take a position on everything. I think I'm going to take the... I'm going to take a wait and see. Well, what's your instinct? That, like, what's your instinct? My instinct is that I... Uh, and I'm not being... I'm not being saying this for comedy purposes, my instinct is I should wait and see because, like, I feel like I feel like I would have been on the right side of it when the Pentagon Papers were, you know, like when the psychiatrist took the pen, you know, he, he quote unquote stole the Pentagon Papers, but and then you know gave him the newspaper to publish, and this is during the war, Vietnam War, a Vietnam War, yeah. Okay. So you know now it's very easy to go back and say, uh, well, he was doing the right thing, exposing right. lies. Which that is why I'm war. asking now. What is your sense? Well, I don't think that this. I don't think it's played out enough to know. So, but, like my initial instinct, yeah, my instinct is is like. Don't rush to judgment on either side of it. Like, there is every chance that in looking back, this will be a Pentagon Papers type of thing where it did, as you said, shine a light on darkness, dark corners of what we're doing. And or or both. Maybe there's stuff in there. Maybe people got killed because of it. You know, I don't I don't know. Right. Maybe. I mean, he's been very careful about. What he's released, and well, but I, and and that that may be that's why I'm saying like maybe so far, he, ten yeah. years from now, right? They'll be able to look back and go, okay, in sum in total, this was. I just don't, I don't know enough to leap in and say, yay or boo, because like I don't know, I don't know all the ramifications. But you're probably right that a lot of this needed to come out, and and it's a good thing that it did come out. What are we looking at here? Yeah. Um, if you want to look on the Twitter screen, stream, that's where you can get a link of where we are streaming. It's ustream.tv slash Except that's channel not us. Slash, it's a commercial. Oh. Slash, Jam Master Live. 
Um, oh, and also, cool. you have time to get in uh, mail sack stuff at noonerpodcast.gmail.com. Uh, what, what was his name? Was it Noah? Somebody wrote in and said he's been trying to mail sack oh, yeah, yeah. for a while. And uh, hopefully that will come in. Yeah. And um, if you want to tweet while we're doing this, that's Nooner Dan Marty on the Twitter. Or you can follow us on the Tumblr. That is Tuesdaysmorning.tumblr.com. <laughs> and it is not Tumblr. chopped liver, Dan. And it is not chopped liver, Dan. Dan. We uh, love you because we're scared of you. So yeah, so I thought, like, uh, so that's pretty boring, I guess. To sound soon, wait and see. But now, James, do you have an opinion about it? Being someone who's been in the military, uh, I'm I'm so used to the government and their shenanigans um, that it's it's actually shenanigans. Yeah, <laughs> that's so great. <laughs> that uh, <laughs> they were whipping you with the towel. The yes, government. that's uh, yeah. That was definitely shenanigans. <laughs> Uh, in the shower rooms, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm so used to that, and being in that frame of mind, and knowing that there's pretty much no civil. I mean, we're under the illusion of having civil liberties, but sure. I mean, and and to be fair, there needs to be a degree of secrecy uh, to yeah. because that's how you find these things out. You know, yeah. like the. And in fact, the country, right or wrong, demanded it in the wake of nine eleven. Sure, exactly. Created, yeah. So we we created this with this uproar about you know the Patriot yeah. Act, and if you resisted the Patriot Act, you were somehow some sort of not a patriot, not a patriot, right? Yeah, uh, by definition, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. And uh, but I think there need, definitely needs to be some sort of oversight, and that's a very tough balance to to make yeah. of yeah. having the the secret courts be. Accountable and having con- Congress be in the yeah. loop and have the president in the loop, but maybe I, this is all part of the big pendulum swing. I mean, maybe the sure. pendulum swing. Oh no, no, no! I think this is a like, necessary no, thing. Yeah, it's like but the, it, it wouldn't have happened. It w- the, this wouldn't be a topic if not for Edward Snowden, right? Which is so, why, like, I I think when it first happened, I was thinking, you know, and you can't just do that. And then I, what he did, and then as the more I thought about, it, well, of course, perhaps that's what it takes. I mean, the, yeah. So again, the Pentagon Papers I think. And, well, yeah, we, we the, have the, the last thing we want is another. You know McCarthy Red Scare or sure absolutely you know, yeah. and Drew um, who lists, who's been listening um, live recently he mentioned that sixty minutes did their piece on on him uh, on the NSA this weekend where they it's like a, it was kind of a puff piece mm-hmm. basically saying how how great the NSA is and how they've you know tried to to uh, to weather the storm but they understand you know like it was kind of a bullshit piece it was yeah. not a critical piece that actually got at like what what they're what they're doing to our civil civil liberties and it was you know the journalist who was doing it was like i think you used to contract with nsa or something but anyway it was it was not it was not as probing as it should well, let me as, ask you this. as what 60 minutes should do right 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 um the, the okay so let me ask you this and this i'm asking you know i would like to think and that we'll it, get off this in just a yeah uh, now i would like to think that i would lean to i lean into pro civil lib- you know aclu Give it to the SEO and all of that. So I understand I'm asking this almost as a devil's advocate question. In a world in which, in In a a world world in which (laughs) we (laughs) uh, place everything about ourselves on Facebook and are constantly throwing 
our social security numbers, our credit card numbers right. as we purchase online. I, I do it things. just wantonly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, like, I mean, most people I know do it almost yeah. not unthinkingly, oh. but close to unthinkingly. You want a hair sample and thumbprint? No problem. Yeah. In a world where th- we have d- done that, like, to what extent can we demand and expect uh, genuine privacy? I mean, we've really given it up, haven't we? I mean, we absolutely. We, I mean, because we want of- that. You know, look at <laughs> if I get twenty, if I spend twenty more dollars at, at the grocery store, I get a free chicken. You know, I mean. We've sort of like op- we've opted in, I sure. think, and but that doesn't mean we don't, of course, have to figure and, out the and, boundaries and all that. But it's not like we and, haven't opted into a sh- uh, an oversharing. Life. Yeah, and posting your dick pics on you know whatever <laughs> website. I ha- which website? <laughs> yeah. Tiny- I sent those to you in private <laughs> confidence. <laughs> Tinyprick.com. Uh, and I and I know that believe me, I'm saying that a devil's advocate because I understand it's like. You know it, that that isn't necessarily what we meant by giving people our information. You know, and I get it, and there needs to be boundaries. But I do think we, you know, we have. Ro- I was I can't get the phrase out. Reaped what we sowed a yeah, little bit. I, I yeah. think so. Yeah, but it, it's it's a different world where there is so much uh, so much giant flow of information. We we do, we haven't. There's not a, a a precedent for what happens when you. Gush out everything to the world. So now we're trying. Well, now we're living it. That sounds like a tampon commercial. Um, <laughs> I'll need the heavy Christ. duty. When you're gushing out to the world. Uh, so, the, of course, the big thing in the news is uh, <laughs> Brian is alive. The There's no second line. That's just the sun's <laughs> tagline at the 29th. Uh-huh. Gushing out to the world. <laughs> New in pine scent. <laughs> Your information smells like pine. Um, that's just mine's Arctic breeze. <laughs> so, Family Guy, uh, they they Garden Spring, Lilac Moon. <laughs> it's I, two things that don't quite go together, but they out might. To yeah. the world, Lilac Moon. I think they just have, they just have like flower, and then they have like weather event, and yeah. they have a dartboard in it. <laughs> <laughs> Violet Monsoon. I, know, I was going to say I'm Lavender Tsunami. <laughs> Porn name. <laughs> yes. Right. Nobody wants his Family Guy, but they brought, they killed off Brian. They brought him back. And the only funny thing is that somebody posted like their tattoo of Brian R.I.P. <laughs> and then, and then, so three weeks he's gone. Then now he's back. <laughs> Oh, yeah. What do I do with this goddamn? I mean, have we learned nothing from Looney Tunes people? They don't. Cartoon characters don't die. Right. They get hit with right. mallets. Right. And- Even when Wiley Coyote is playing the harp, he'll be back yeah. in the next. He'll be one. back right. in the next That's one. Right. Um, yeah. So Dan, I'm sorry. Get to your personal stuff. Let's get it over with. Where were we? You said you said uh, I got something on my on my mind. Oh, excuse me. Um, people want to know. I have I, my dental pain. Did I talk about it yes, last you week? Did. Okay, ad nauseum. So, I don't think it was ad nauseum. Oh, I think no, it was no, appropriately no, nauseating. <laughs> <laughs> Apropos nauseum. <laughs> I, so okay. all right, all right. I was supposed to go in today and 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 finish this journey uh, <laughs> of me of me, and apparently the dentist is out sick. And I can't do it, and I'm going on vacation in two days. So, like, when I don't you know. Said if the dentist was... is out sick. I thought you were talking about, uh, n- you know, Nick the dentist. Uh, no, 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 no. no, no, no. Nick I, the dentist, I, mean, I know, I know. Nick the dentist, nay, Brett the vet, uh, is yeah, fine. Yeah. 
but yeah, so uh, so I might have to go like on a two week vacation to South America with the, the temporary dental work going on here. What does it? He's very upset about it, this. Are you in pain? I'm in distress. But that's just your own anxiety. Well, that and it's been two weeks of healing from all the, from the three hours of doing the temporary stuff. So I really wanted to get the permanent thing in there and then have it days to settle before I get on a plane and go. And it's, it's just been a it's just been a nightmare, a nightmare. Is there a, and a sound anxious. cue for white people problems? <laughs> I don't know. I think dental issues are a problem around the world, Marty. <laughs> I, 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 From people with poverty to people with money to people with no teeth. <laughs> Wonderful. That's about as white as I... How new tidal pool... <laughs> <laughs> Low ebb. <laughs> Ro- Rose. You see, you, know, you stopped the show. You weren't even thinking just to think of either you have one right, or you can't right. just stop. Well, no, look, that's where, you, that's where you come in. I you, did what I got. God, I had him. Jesus. <laughs> I go back to Lilac Moon. I'm still, I think that's my. That's yeah. that one. Um, so this, how was your, how were you guys this weekend? So did you guys have a, awesome? Like these weekends are very holiday filled. I had uh, uh, three Christmas parties, two birthday parties, and uh, and good gravy. And and, oh, uh, oh, let's talk about the date. Who was? But the date? here's the thing. Oh, it was somebody I met on on. Uh, I finally got a date with somebody on that that Tinder app. Grinder. Oh, Tinder. Yeah, Grinder. Nice. Yeah, a very nice. Is that, woman. Is that people near you right. who want to just? Go out on a date. Go out on a date. Sorry. Yes. But uh, that, okay, so all those parties aside, you know, I even went to the, one of the parties was at Maria Bamford's house. We're fine friends, and Steve can go suck it. Because um, Steve always gives me shit. Poor about Steven. Her. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I'm there at this bar or at this restaurant uh, waiting for uh, the date who, who texted that she's running late. And so I, I squeeze in between a couple and a guy by himself eating dinner, and and I get a beer, and I and the, it's a seafood place, yeah. and then the, this plate of a dozen clams goes, you know, goes down in front of the the guy next to me. Clams, yeah, and, and I go, that's, and I look at it, and I'm like, that's awesome, like that you ordered clams instead of oysters, like I love clams, and then he's like. You know, it's like, oh yeah, I, I prefer clams over oysters. They're underrated. And <laughs> is this a was this this oysters and snails? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, I like I like clams. <laughs> so, and then I'm looking at him. And he's like, he looks like a this sort of like thin Jimmy Kimmel type of guy. And then he's talking. And then I'm like, oh, it's Jimmy Kimmel. And <laughs> oh. <laughs> and uh, and I and then I just sort of freeze up and I go. Okay, just so you know, I'm talking to you because of the clams, not because of who you are. <laughs> <laughs> you nice. said that I did. And he, <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. That what a awesome. moron thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, oh, you want one? You got to have one. Oh, and I'm like, there it no, goes. I'm fine. <laughs> I love it. So, so you actually were doing the right thing, which was just having a normal conversation. I know, with but him. I, but then you threw in the, I, the, yeah. the most awkward thing ever. Mm. 
That's my, that's my <laughs> trademark. That's Marty. And so we're sitting right next to him. I didn't really, I wasn't listening to the lead up to the story. So we were just sitting right next to him at the table. Yeah, uh, yeah at the bar. And so we talked for like 40 minutes. And uh, You and Kimmel? Yeah. He was just by himself. I'm like, what right. the fuck is Jimmy Kimmel doing by himself? Eating, like drinking beer. and. So let me get this straight. You had clams with Kimmel. Yeah. Well, I didn't off, I didn't take up this. You didn't take. You no, know, because like I was going to order clams. I was. Get, I, I had delicious clams when. Yeah, but when he offered came. you a clam. Oh, you turned down a, a Kimmel clam. I, I, I was just being polite, you know. Yeah, but he was being polite. He said you I know, want a I clam. Know. Oh, it was the proper exchange. He was being polite. I was being polite back. She said, "No, no, no. I don't want you. Here. I'm going to get my own clams." Yeah, that's what okay. I was and did you get your own? Clams? I did. They were delicious. So the two of you sat there no, chatting, no, no, no. eating clams. I got clams with my date, but. You so how long? Okay, now how long did you start ignoring your date and focus on Kimball? <laughs> oh well, she came in forty minutes later, but and she's like, hey, hey, you know, it's like, hey, what's up? I'm like, go away, <laughs> get up, uh, get up, go to your seat. You'd be like Stephen Merchant, old ladies. I'm like, I'm like go, go. I don't know you. So we talked for like uh, twenty minutes about shellfish and cooking and restaurants, <laughs> and then twenty minutes about the, the radio. He used to do morning radio here and uh, at yeah. K Rock. And uh, with that's Ralph, right. that's with where Ralph he started. Yeah. yeah, and he brought Ralph on the show because um, yeah. he used to be roommates with Adam Carolla, who was also on the show. And so I started asking him about all these pranks that they did. And then I stopped myself and I said, "I sound like a star." Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he goes, "No, no, no! Nobody ever asked me about this shit. I love talking about this." And so you're kidding? No. And Kimmel's a, so, Kimmel's an awesome dude. Yeah, and, and, and you, you know, yeah, I've, I've met him around. before. Yeah. And he was bad, you know, and he was very frank. He was bad mouthing certain directors, not bad mouthing, but just saying movies you didn't yeah. like, and you yeah, know, yeah, just yeah. really honest and frank. And, and so, and he was just sitting there at the bar. Yeah, uh, a three course meal, you know. Wow, that's awesome. That's kind of been a great right? adventure. It was really awesome. Like, Dude, so here's the thing: I've had these these adventures just sitting at bars mm-hmm. by yourself, you know, and sitting next to. People, especially where they're eating, yeah, and you meet the most interesting people. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I've had nothing, you know. In in Austin, I had that. In San Francisco, I, I had that. I totally you know? agree. Sitting at bars because I, I you knew this long before I did, but now like I really like I like I almost prefer eating dinner at bars whether I'm with somebody or not with somebody. Yeah, I mean eating at the bar at a restaurant. Yeah, it's great. And then he said. Um, and he's like, if your date doesn't work out, come on back. <laughs> so this uh, got me. So you went back. I, yeah. yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah, five her, minutes later, boom. You told it didn't her work out, Jimmy. I'm back. Tell me more. Tell me more. It's not going to work out between us. Uh, I'll I call need you later. Dish after you. It's called Clams Kimmel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I did have sea urchin there. That was so fresh oh, that wow, it was scooping it out. It literally melted like no, butter in your mouth. It was the the tentacle, the the little spines on it were moving while I was eating it. It was crazy. Oy vey. Yeah, it was awesome. It was <laughs> so good. <Yuck. laughs> um, but so here was my question: Where, like, for all the people who are out of town, which is ninety nine percent of the listeners, if they come to LA, where should they go if they want to see celebrities? Oh, is that an actual question? No, no, I was saying that just, you know, just as a thought, but we'll move on. <laughs> no, no, I mean, like, was that a, I know it was a question. No, I say it was a question somebody sent in, or was that just something, no, no, you, that's something I you thought. challenged us to do? Yeah. Um, I, I, that's a really hard one, because I don't think, like, there's not a lot of ag- aggre- celebrity aggregation, <laughs> you know, like... Uh, the, well, it's kind, I, of, it's mm, kind the, of random and sporadic. That's this, right. No, Scientology Celebrity Center, because by the name of it, that's where celebrities hang out. 
If you want your soul stolen. Yeah. I mean, because a lot of people will come here. They'll go do the touristy stuff. They'll do the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Um, I don't do- think anywhere. See, here's the trouble. It's almost by definition. If you go somewhere looking for a celebrity, that probably means there won't be any celebrity. There. So are you protecting your celebrity friends by not giving them? No, I just I'm, I like I like. You know what? La Poubelle, my favorite restaurant, the one I talked about, mm. that uh, you will often see a celebrity uh, in there because their UCB is down the street. Yeah. And James I, is... Uh, I would say... The uh, Lovett's Theater. The, the, yeah, absolutely. The Lovett's Theater. Uh, but, it, but I think it shouldn't be uh, Universal a place Studios where Boulevard. there's performing. So that, that's almost like... I, 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 know, I'm, cele- I was just saying okay. that. No, I, I would suggest um, there's Jerry's Deli. Oh yeah, is that yeah. closed? You'll catch. No, you'll catch. No, Jerry's on Beverly isn't closed. No, no, Jer- Jerry's in Ventura. Ventura, uh, yeah. Ventura. Um, and uh, in Hollywood, if you go, if you're going for breakfast, I think Duke's is still around. Duke's was a place yeah, you used to go to. Yeah, on Sunset. Duke's on Sunset was always a bit. Of a um, and uh, you're likely to find folks at uh, Cantor's. Oh, Cantor's, yeah, yeah, late night, um, like yeah, late yeah. night. Go to the Apple Store at the Grove. You'll see <laughs> celebrities there lining up for their yeah. their iPhones. Just walk down Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, right. you'll, you'll want to see. Stars okay, no, here's Spider Man with pea stains. <laughs> and so the Grove is a, is a mall in LA, and it's right next to the Farmers Market. And I've seen. Drew Barrymore there, and um, oh yeah, and Jodie Foster there, and then together, uh, together making out, and then at Fred Siegel's is a together, it's a oh, fancy, yeah, depart- it's a fancy department store. at the restaurant again. there. I saw um, I see Lucy and Ethel there. I think they used to. Go there. <laughs> I saw Warren Beatty and Annette Benning there. They were. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. And then, so those two places. Fred Siegel's a good one. That's a good one. And then the actual Hollywood Farmers Market, which is like a Sunday pop up thing, you know, that comes. I see. I've seen Adam Scott there a couple times. Yeah, I think. Uh, uh, yeah, I think those are all good suggestions. But if you are out looking for celebrity, Mark, and if you happen to run into a celebrity, uh, order clams. Order clams. Yeah, order clams. That's the. I do love the. Uh, I love that you. That's so uniquely you is that you'd end up just having a 40-minute conversation with Kimmel and not scaring him off. <laughs> it's rare, right? right? Yeah. I mean, but it all, like, that, that, but it started over clams. <laughs> um, that's pretty fun. Okay, so... Did you masturbate about it later? Um, in, actually, during my date. <laughs> Listlessly. <laughs> is, that, is that weird? No, in this case, vigorously. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah, not... There was nothing listless about this time. <laughs> Special. Talk was about it, deep What percentage was about the mollusk? <laughs> <laughs> was about Uh Did you know that Shia LaBeouf has been directing? He had a movie at Cannes Well, I've been... Twitter sphere exploded! Yeah, so he, he did this... this um, he yes. did this 12-minute film with um, Jim Gaffigan and Thomas Lennon. and That's why I feel bad for the people who were in it, but and I didn't know. He's, and, and it's about a... Um, it's sort of in the mind of a, of a film critic and, and how, how their petty insecurities could make or break some piece of art. Right, right. And, uh, and it's, you know, very, a lot of voiceover. And he says... Uh, uh, so, Shia LaBeouf said... Um, he was. I, I tried to empathize with the sort of man, uh, the critic, who might earn a living taking pot shots at me and the people I worked with. So a small script developed. Um, <laughs> that he wrote. Now, here's the thing. So it, it premiered in 2012 at at uh, uh, Cannes, Cannes Film Festival, and then just yesterday or day before, it, he posted it live on the internet. Right. Turns out, this is. Uh, this he lifted the, uh, 
just huge portions of it from it's called howardcantour.com on yeah. and you can look it up online and it's almost a direct ripoff of Dan Close who's yep. one of my favorite oh, com- comic yep. book artists like he's he's amazing it's he a did, wholesale lift co- both concept and execution oh oh yeah his, and, and uh, it's a comic book he did in t- 2007 called Justin M Damiano and uh, he's he uh, Dan Close he uh, wrote and um, Ghost World, yeah, you know, and yep. he did this comic book called Eight Ball, which is one of the greatest comic books of all time, right? And he just rips off these just giant chunks of speeches from right, like just, incontestably ripped. It's right. not even like a, oh maybe the, I mean literally no, no, it, word just huge for chunks, not word. even paraphrased, huh? yeah, not even no, paraphrased, no, just wow. just flat yeah. out lifts. But so, you know, a, a small skit developed out of his own mind, you know. Yeah, and did you see his apologies on okay. Twitter? Are you so going to read those? Yeah, he said. Uh, so he gets called out on it. Dan Close was never asked about it. Right. He didn't get the rights to it. The publisher was appalled. Um, so Shia LaBeouf came out today and said, copying isn't particularly creative work. Being inspired by someone else's work to produce something uh, new and different is creative work. Capital I-S. Um, in my exci- excitement and naivete as an amateur filmmaker, I got lost in the creative process and ne- neglected to follow proper accreditation. Accreditation. Um, and then that bullshit non-apology. Yeah, and then he yeah. said, "I re- deep, deeply regret the manner in which these uh, events have unfolded, and want Dan Close to know I have great respect for his work. I fucked up." So, so, and he was accused. He was called out for by um, Alex Alec Baldwin for plagiarizing. Um, I think he, he had some sort of apology for bad behavior, and he posted it and. Alec Baldwin said, this is a ripoff from an Esquire article, something like that. Crazy thing is, this article, uh, this this uh, apology was ripped off, like parts of it were ripped off from a Yahoo Answers oh, apology written my. four years, where it, it, this person um, named Lily, who was called out for plagiarizing, she said, merely copying isn't particularly creative work, though it's uh, useful as training and practice. Being inspired by someone else's work... Um, so, uh, being inspired by someone else's idea to produce something new and gr- different is, capital I-S, creative work. Um, <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. So the guy copied his fucking apology, apology for plagiarizing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, like, for all the douchebaggery stuff that he gets in the media about it, it just seems so well earned. Well, that's, that's what I was going to say is, like, I don't know the guy, and there have been plenty of misunderstood people but doesn't he just seem like an asshole? I mean, like, Giant doesn't he just... Asshole. And it's hard because, you know, we all... I love Alec Baldwin's work, but you have the suspicion that he's difficult and can be an asshole. Right. So when that whole thing with him and, like, who knew what to believe? Or maybe it was just two assholes colliding. Uh, with two with, assholes oh colliding. I think I've seen that movie That's before. A, right, right. <laughs> That's the name of my double album. <laughs> That's your white album? Uh, In the night. (laughs) Exchanging. Um, But yes, everything he keeps doing in the aggregate makes one think, nope, this guy genuinely seems like an asshole. Like someone who yeah. got like er, successful early on and weird, you know. But I, you know, I always want to caveat that because I always feel like people in the public eye, like they, yeah, of course, they, it gets filtered through what's going to be most printable. Yeah, it's like it's who knows the reality because we of know it, people but. who have been castigated in the media who, wrongly. Yes. You know. So, but, but yes, and that's exactly right. So to see that and have that happen, you kind of get no okay. 
it, the media could just be total. But when it happens over and over and over again like this, yeah, one starts to feel like, well, yeah, I, he grew up in, you know, you know, when you grow up, people hailing you as an artist, like the people in your bubble are like just like you're yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, you should yeah. make movies. You should be a director. You're so cool. What's so weird about like how why how would you even find a Yahoo Answers? How would you? Right. You see, you did he search that? for apology? <laughs> search apology plagiarism. Well, and that, that gets back to <laughs> that dick. Yeah, I think it, it, it's just somebody who just doesn't know how the rest of the world works. You know. Yeah, it does seem to be a, a little odd. And no, uh, Mike, I'm I'm fairly sure it wasn't a reboot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I, I think that. Uh, no, I'm gonna fuck up your name, Drew. That's Drew. Drew. Oh, thanks, Drew. Um, I, I, I think you do make a point. Maybe I'm building up a straw man here. Nobody was pro. Is it Shia? Shia. Yeah, pro Shia before this. Uh, <laughs> That's just, right. So like everybody was against him before this, and now everybody's against him. There's the, someone did a mashup of uh, all the times he says no in in the first Transformer movie, and it's just like no, 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 no. No 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 And that's his that's how he conveys emotion as an actor. Yeah, I he really has taken what could have been a very promising career and like does he does anybody even want to see him in a movie anymore? Yeah. Does anybody like I actively unless someone told me it was an amazing film what's that? That's that's me. This is his new new song. Actually, he just put this out. Way down in the bottom of our chests. How about that special feeling we get in the cockles of our hearts? Maybe below cockles. Maybe in the subconscious. This is Shia LaBeouf. I think he I think he wrote this song as well. Maybe is this inside Lewin Davis? Maybe even in the colon. We don't know. What? I'm just a regular Joe with a regular job. I'm your average white suburbanite slob. I like football and porno and books about war. I got an average. I remember this one, huh? War. With a nice hardwood floor, my wife and my I, think I should job, just get to the chorus. Kids in my car, my feet on my table. No way. There it is. And this, of course, gets back to what remember on Nooner we had Malcolm on, and I asked him what what gets his goat, and he says uh, he says um, self entitlement. You know. Do you remember that? Uh, did we have Malcolm on? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> clearly, clearly it made a huge impact on you. No, I love everyone loves Malcolm Ingram. Yeah, so I guess so. I guess it, it. So if people woke up this morning and the favorable ratings of Shia LaBeouf were underwater at one percent favorable, ninety nine percent unfavorable, it has now gone to zero percent. Yeah. Well, this reminds uh, me of. Ethan Couch, the 16-year-old in Texas. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, so, do that while I, I got I to gotta, I gotta listen to this voicemail. All right. 
Oh yeah, tell us what you're doing when you're not on the air. That's that's called good radio, Dan. Well, you know what it is? I, I would have honest with my. I would have let you go. I'm and so, honest with my listenership. There's a voicemail I have to listen to. It could be the dentist. That's why I have to listen to it. At least, I've, look, I'm honest. This isn't a bullshit show. I'm not bullshitting you out there. I'm telling you as it's coming in. I'm feeling it. I'm I'm douching it. So, <laughs> are you goosing it? I'm goosing it. Goosing it. So, for those of you who don't know, in the international world. Ethan Couch is a 16-year-old fellow who stole some beer or booze and uh, got his alcohol level up to three times what it oh, should be, and then went driving, Oy. and there was a, 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 a man who, two people who pulled over on the highway to help two people with who were having car trouble. Yeah. A youth pastor was helping somebody else um, on the, the road. This Teenager, and he was, I think he was 14 at the time. Yeah. Um, he lost control of his car, slammed into them, killed four people. Oh, man. And it's terrible. And uh, so during his trial that just wrapped up, he was uh, in a juvenile court and he was sentenced to probation. No jail time at all. Wow. 10 years of probation. Um, and he had to go to get. Uh, sort of uh, treatment for alcohol yeah. um, uh, addiction. So the the defense that got him off was the term affluenza, that he was su- from such a rich and privileged background. Uh, this is the, what the psychologist said, that he, he didn't have any sense of consequences he didn't know that there were that there were repercussions to his actions and therefore shouldn't be held responsible for them. Oh. And Isn't that lovely, yeah, yeah. Did you? I, I, and it was. This is a good time for me to go take that call because uh, I, I knew all about the story, so I didn't. So I'm no, totally no, up no, to speed. And again, you don't need to, to explain. You can just jump right. No, in. no, I, no, so no, I'm totally up to speed. No, that's no, okay. It, and I'm know. totally up to speed. It, it, Who are you to lecture me about the rules of radio? <laughs> well, it, I have, an, I have an honest dialogue with the people who are listening. People don't care about. They don't. They don't. If they want to get phone per, calls. if they want to get like. They go to like K Rock where the disc jockeys have to plug in the songs that the corporate masters tell them to plug in. If you don't want honest soul bared warts and all, that's why we podcast. We want warts and all. Interesting. You want my warts? You come to (laughs) Nooner. You have a Nooner with us and get my warts. I don't want your warts. (laughs) 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 Gushing. Rose Thunder. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's just like flowers in a storm. <laughs> so, what is affluenza? So, yeah. And so basically, his parents just spent a lot of money. And oh, guess what race he was? What was he? Just guess. What? White. Yeah, oh, I knew it. He's an asshole. Well, the, an yeah. Asshole. The other thing, when they first came out, Anderson Cooper was all over this, and he was, and he said that the same judge, and of course, we don't know the backstories, but the same judge, given there was an African American youth who'd punched somebody, and the guy died from like a like hit his head or something like that, and he got ten years in juvenile detention, right. slash whatever, like in prison. Yeah, He's and like, how does s- that guy? That's you know, he didn't mean to kill the guy with the punch. And could he make the same argument? He's in such a poor, neglected uh, household that he didn't understand the consequences of his action and didn't know that there would be repercussions. Same argument, you know. Now let's just just for the for the fun of it. Oh, and by the way, 
the whole the whole uh, penitentiary system is there so you understand the repercussions of your actions. Well, yeah. except this is what I want to point out, and I was I was on the treadmill, and that's why I saw all of oh, this. Oh, you look trim. No, I don't. No. Uh, but I got a long way to go. But I am working on it. And all a right, short time so to get there. I was and a long way to go. <laughs> and a short time to get there. Eastbound. Watch that bandit run. Thank you. Um, so I was watching this Cooper about this, and what uh, they did say was, and uh, believe me, I'm on the side of like the, the guy should have more punishment than just this. Uh, was that specifically the juvenile justice system, while the adult one is about punishment, uh, the the juvenile one is, is meant to be about rehabilitation. So the people who were like – there were people who were like, this sounds crazy and influenza and all that's bullshit. But they did say like part of what the judge assesses because it's, it is not – it's about can the person be rehabilitated. Now, I'm not – Saying, but like what they said is the only way they could get a route into it to figuring out like why this leniency was that apparently the judge viewed through the prism of the possibilities of rehabilitation felt like this is someone who can be rehabilitated. And and I am not taking a side, but the I guess he's 10 years probation, which means that if he even. Jaywalks. Says one day, not yeah. even jaywalks. If he says one day, this rehabilitation is bullshit, she can turn around and send it to prison. But she will. Like, it's not. No, no, that. I don't know that that's true. Like, right. in other words, for 10 years, he not, he not only has to. He's got to walk the line. Yeah, and yeah. not even just like not getting in trouble with the law. Like, right. it could be an attitudinal thing. It could be evidencing that he's not taking rehabilitation yeah. seriously. Yeah. Again, I think he should have gotten some sort of right. term and, and for I, that. You but. know, and this is a very difficult thing, like, because you, you think about the victim's family and. And yeah. I don't think it should. The judicial system there isn't isn't about uh, just revenge, but still there there's a, a, a no, sense of injustice c- on the crime side and of punishment. The f- and you know, God forbid, all of us maybe could be there somehow someday. That there there's we all want just punishment, and but that that's why this one just feels off. It feels yeah. that there there was like some action taken that needs needs some in addition to the potential for rehabilitation some some bit of punishment however i almost feel like that's universal again like i don't want to be picking a straw man like shia labeouf like it seems like almost nobody who heard that verdict thought that felt it didn't feel right in the gut. It's smell test. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Meanwhile, in Pennsylvania, there was a woman who was pulled over for going five miles over the speed limit and um, the cop said that uh, the state trooper said that he smelled marijuana and she said that she had smoked earlier um, and then they searched the car and they found four pounds of a white powdery substance wrapped in tape um, that was in the, the side compartment and so um, and she was said that's just soap she's a soap maker she was held uh, for for um, Two months, I think, in prison. Oh, or the next, shit. yes, he spent a month in prison and was put had put on bail for uh, two hundred fifty thousand dollars. And they did tests on it, and it was just soap. It was soap. Well, she's going to win a sizable. Yeah, lawsuit. that's that's yeah, like, yeah. We, exactly. That is a horrible experience, and she is going to she's going to yeah. she won't be needing to make soap too much. Longer. No, <laughs> but the, uh, needless to say, she was uh, she was not white. She was a Latina. Yeah, and she and she was. You know, the, her lawyer is saying like, "Well, this is clearly a you know a case where someone, a, a person of color driving a nice car is a target." You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. and that's well, that's a, like, but of course, you know, the, a month. How does I? How do you do a month on? That's in, that's well, that's why she's going to win. You can't yeah. hold somebody for a. Um, 
Yeah. So well, I'm ready what Mike says. The alternate defense was he's a rich kid. He'll become the prison bitch so fast it won't even be funny. Yeah. They should, oh. th- that's called assfluenza when they put it in jail. God. Yeah, and Drew was saying that the place that he's going to, the treatment place, he has to spend a year there, I think, yeah. um, is $450,000 a year with daily yoga, one-on-one nutritionist in sunny Newport I Beach. Did, that guy was actually on Anderson who runs the place. Yeah. And while he looked to me like, 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 I feel like 10 years later we may like read a story about how he was a pedophile, but the <laughs> the his he clearly believes. I think he. It seemed to me that he was sort of like this is the this is the hand we've been like this is what we do is we rehabilitate people. I didn't sentence the guy, but now he's coming here and you know like Doctor Drew was on there as well, right? And Doctor Drew, I, I think Doctor Drew may actually be getting a bit of a screw loose. I think he's he's <laughs> he's starting to lose it. Yeah, I think certain he, things he's about addiction. I don't agree with him on. Well, I, I, yeah, I mean, like some things sound striving, but then he was like, he said, like, well, here's what I would have told the kid, and he started yelling like he was the kid's dad. You know, you better shape up, you bet. And he was getting like he was almost becoming unhinged, right? And I don't know if that was because he's so tired as an addiction specialist of seeing people. I don't know, but it, it occurred to me like it was the first time I went. I think he might be a little nuts and possibly a ratings chaser. Uh, I, he has definitely been accused of that. Really? Is that true? Yeah. yeah oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, you know, which, you which at, one? Uh, a ratings chaser. You know? oh. I mean, you look at celebrity rehab or, or sex rehab, right? And where it's uh, or celebrity rehab where people are in there for sex addiction yeah. and it, and. And they get porn stars on there, and clearly they're picking the most volatile people, right? Who are just, just targets, you yeah. know? Yeah. And two of those people have died that that have been on that show, and uh, it just yeah. feels sensationalistic and not the proper way to heal these people. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's always a very thing, very touchy subject, like intervention. It's that show, it's it's great that these people get help, but you also feel a little. Dirty while you're watching it. Yeah, you know? yeah. I've yeah, watched every one twice. So Howard Stern had a contest on his radio show, okay. and it was called uh, "Get My Grandpa Laid" competition. <laughs> so what? It was a "Get My Grandpa Laid" competition, uh-huh. and so it was in conjunction with the Moonlight Bunny Ranch in Carson City, Nevada. And oh yes, I've been there. Really? How yeah. was it? How is the merchandise? Wait, is that the one? Wait, I've been the one outside Tahoe by about an hour. Mm. I think that might be it. Okay, yeah, it's like um, trailer, it was, big, yeah, big double wide. Yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah. Uh, you know, I we didn't, I didn't uh, indulge. What? Wait, why? What? It what was part of a there? bachelor party that drove out there, but it was with a bunch of guys who were very like. It was done almost Horny. in a kitschy thing. No, I don't think actually anybody indulged. I think. But they, did they pay? They must have paid. No, I mean like because there's a little bar there. What? Like in other mm-hmm. words, I, I think somebody knew the owner, and so they went out there. But nobody actually really wanted to go forward with anything there. So yeah. uh, I, I saw Johnny Oris. Uh, oh, and not Johnny Oris. I forget the name of the the, the owner. I, I think I think it's that guy because it's sort of a famous owner. Yeah, yeah, it's that bald guy. Yeah, he may be dead now. No, no, he's still alive oh. because uh, Dennis Hoff. That's um, it. That's exactly what it was. Yes. So we hung out with Dennis Hoff for a little while. That's crazy. Yeah, so that was, that was um, interesting. So they had scheduled. Uh, so some guy won for his grandpa. His grandpa, who was uh, 86, Johnny Oris, and he was going to have a, a threesome with two of the ladies oh. at, at the the uh, Moonlight Bunny Ranch. 
hours before he was supposed to go. He was excited, eating a steak, choked and died. Oh, choked Jesus on the steak? Christ. Yep. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh. But, you know. Uh, yeah, no, rest in peace. Uh, yeah, rest in peace. But Or rest in slightly smaller pieces. <laughs> yeah, and his grandson, Ed, said, oh, he was ecstatic. He'd, he'd been that way all all the way, all that way ever since our trip to the Stern Show. So ever since he won, he was just so excited to get a threesome with two uh, ladies at the Bunny Ranch. Unbelievable. And yeah. then he choked and died. Yeah. I, I mean, it would have been it would have been <laughs> so nice. like... Half of the steak was <laughs> right. He was just like, "We're wasting time here." <laughs> <laughs> How ironic! It was a guy that choked on meat at the. <laughs> <laughs> that is the definition of irony. Bitter irony. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is. A, yeah, it does. Yeah, that's a yeah. Darren refutes uh, your your news story. He says it was a Pennsylvania couple in Florida over the soap. Thing. Oh, okay. So it was in Florida. So, but they were from Pennsylvania. Yeah. Well, you know what we think about Florida. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They cray cray. <laughs> they so cray. Oh, yeah. We we had the the listener from Florida. Yeah. <laughs> but they knew. Um, they knew. Yeah. I think p- people in Florida know that should be crazy there. <laughs> should be, be crazy. Have you done should your Christmas cray-cray. shopping yet? Yes. James, have you done your Christmas shopping? I have done uh, some of it. I haven't finished it all. Yeah, I'm waiting for a paycheck before. Well, I got my niece something. That's it. I'm only giving one gift this year. The gift of my embrace. Wait, so... so Now, let me me go back to this story. The the Stern Show doesn't have any... Any no. culpability no. in this uh, no, whole a, thing, huh? The steakhouse is being sued, I'm sure. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what the heck is that? That's that, his uh, appearance from... Uh, MTV Awards? Or actually, something? I even meant the whole website. Oh, that's oh, our Tumblr. Oh, that's our Tumblr. Dan is, Dan is clearly not listened to the show. <laughs> <laughs> so who, who posts the Tumblr? And, Darren and Tyson, they, they run the Tumblr there page. You go. So. D- really, Darren and Tyson? I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what I... That's, we, we mentioned that's, it last uh, week on the show. But I didn't understand it. Oh, I just did. Yeah. There was a lot of people here. I didn't want to take the time to, to shine so a light it, on my take ignorance. It, take it now, Dan. I'm, but now, no, no, please go. No, 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 like, go ahead. So, no go ahead. We, so that's pretty cool. We have a Tumblr. So this is like what Will Wilkins used to do. Not Will Wilkins. No, no. Up, 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 up. What was his name? Jamie. <laughs> Jamie's bus driver. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. yeah. Andre. And Andre. Andre, yeah. yes. Andre Sinbin. Andre. So there's this. So is it Sinbin no more? Dan just had personal. a stroke. Yeah. <laughs> Grand, oh, what'd you Sinbin Grand is no more. Sin, Sinbin pulled up shop. He said, yeah, Sinbin, uh, unfortunately, Andre, I don't believe, could uh, continue yeah. in the Sinbin. Well, was, well, we've got the Tumblr. But we have the Tumblr now. And well, the, I love the Tumblr. I was looking over it going, that's so elegant. It's 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 this kind of font that I find pleasing to the eye. <laughs> and, uh, you, every so often, you'll see some nipples yes. on there. And oh. some we have had some uh, hardcore Rather well, hard that's uh, great. Thank you so much for um, yeah. for doing that, fellas. Yeah, that's awesome. That's super awesome. So in uh, China and China, Sucho, China, China, a billion people moving forward. <laughs> I remember that. What was, could be finer? There was a time when you didn't want that song on the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was then. This is now. Yeah, that's the national anthem of China, by the way. For yes, those that was in the nineties. John and I, my friend John and I, were asked to rewrite the Chinese national anthem. A couple of things. Interesting. The new nobody asked you. We were asked to. 
We were asked to no, by, by, asked. by certain nope. people from nobody China. Asked you. They said China needs a new national anthem, and so we That's wrote that. not true. Yeah, they, we did. We well, wrote you it. did write it, <laughs> but <laughs> nobody was asking for it. They did. They wanted one. <laughs> and, like, we gave it to them. You're welcome, China. <laughs> You're welcome, China. That's the title of my autobiography. You're welcome, China. So in China, Tao Xiao was uh, at the Golden Eagle International Shopping Center with his girlfriend. And they had been in the mall for five hours. And uh, his girlfriend said, I want to go to one last shoe store. So he beat her to death. No, he um, <laughs> he told her that she had enough shoes, more shoes than she could wear in a lifetime. It was pointless buying them. And then uh, he finally got fed up and threw himself off the balcony, falling seven stories to his death. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, China! <laughs> It's so dramatic. You know, that I know. It's like he was always a kind of a drama queen. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna you say. Like, you know, she, she's better off without it him. Feels like there was something else going on there, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. She, you you got to find someone with shared interests. You know, <laughs> like me and Jimmy Kimmel, clams, clams. There it is. A relationship built on clams. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow! Just hurled himself off seven stories. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> what, what did you look up? Oh, well, you were looking up. At, I thought you were looking up at my hair. No. You glanced up. I thought no. something was wrong. By the with my way, hair. You, you should look at James's hair. Oh, James, yes, yeah. James rocking is the, rocking uh, some some nice, beautiful. Like James always wears a hat. But I was saying that if I oh, had, I see, but that'll be if little. I had fluffy hair like that, <laughs> Dan, you don't need to explain everything on the phone. On the, <laughs> I, I do. It's honest dialogue oh, with the oh, listeners. Jesus. Nobody wants to know about your own ignorance. And it's confusion. not like it's not like oh, pull back the curtain and reveal the. Matt, I mean, like this is the kind of shit that goes on. We got a delayed stream. We got all this, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it, this is real, Marty. This is real. <laughs> I don't know shit. This, I, I want people to know that I'm confused. I. T- <laughs> <laughs> That's right. A, if uh, I'm feeling uh, a little uh, confused, uh, uh, if I'm a little, if I'm a little out of it because of the, my extreme dental pain, then people should know that I don't. Oh, it's I not the dental hide pain. that from them. Yeah. I'm not going to hide that from them. Can you goose me with some coffee? Help your goddamn self. To goose me a little yes, bit. And, Will you and again, goose me? People don't know, need to know that you're pouring yourself more coffee. Oh, I'm just pouring myself just, oh, just I'm a, pouring a little coffee. Oops, of just coffee. a little a soupçon. Of Will coffee. you goose me? Soupçon. Are you sure it's not pronounced goose? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're at the top of the hour. Dan, will you give us traffic? No, everything's about four or five. All right, if you want to, Who um, does it? doesn't James do top of the hour? Uh, actually, Bill is the one that yeah. always takes it, but I, I'm, I'm fine with yeah, it. You see the last talk of the hour here on the Smodco this <laughs> morning. Do you know what's funny? It's like, we're, like that's a, some leftover rule from the AM FM broadcast. I and, I, and I would do yeah. it as a joke, and you would always say, why are you doing that? Not like people are listening. It's... At the hour, yeah, they're podcasting. It's not the top of the hour. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's like, didn't James traffic on the one one? Yeah, four or five. Yeah, weather <laughs> nice, cool. It's a little bit a little hot. We got a bunch of uh, mail sack stuff, so let's just go right into it. Why don't hey, we? That's oh my, oh my word. <laughs> okay. We're gonna dip into the mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. I wanna get my hands in that mail sack. Uh, yeah, that was great. <laughs> I just love that. 
<laughs> thank you, Tyson. We can never, never thank you enough. And Tyson has memed. That was crazy. Our friend uh, Dan here. <laughs> we have Tyson a is very fast. I like that. my Tumblr meme. Yeah. Uh, the, the oh, Tumblr. oh, but you misspelled Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, first one's from Todd Haney, who last uh, week in the email segment used the word retarded. And he said, sorry to be such an R word, Dan, bringing even a momentary downer to an otherwise side-fucking-splitting episode. I really meant it as a broad swipe at the hyper-PC-ness that plagues this world, using the classic David Letterman joke where he informs Paul that he has received an edict that he can no longer... Uh, know the word prick as a noun, but only as a verb. Uh, I hereby promise to retard my b- bad behavior and not mention the tranny word, the Quebecois word, and the Mexican word, hand on heart. Uh, great to hear that you are here for a little while longer. The free funny is even more so with your presence on the mic. You and the Murps are some of the coolest folks I've never met. And Marty, I don't twit, face, etc., though I... I am on the Google Plus, where I try to spread the smod love far and wide. Thank you. We, we totally ignored the Google Plus. That's, That's the right. scattershot na- nature of uh, Tuesday's missive. Thanks for including me in the proceedings once again. Thanks, Todd. And he yes. sent us a picture of a glorious squirrel. Excellent. <laughs> and, yeah, well, nice letter. Thank and, you. and you had a great one last week, too. But it was, it was, very, it was like sort of line by line. Sort yep. of, um, yeah. Yep. All right. That's a great one. Yeah, good. Uh, Ryan from Australia, uh-huh. writes in, Good morning, sm- good morning, Murps. I've been listening since the nooner days and feel it has finally come time to throw my hat into the email ring. We love that. We love first time email. I thought it was, like, finally it's time for you to throw in the towel. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's been a good-ish yeah. run. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. All lukewarm things must yeah. come to an end. Beating a dead horse. Uh, after all, being on the opposite side of the world from Wolf Hamsterdam does not quell my fear of its most suspect of denizens. A recent trip to New Zealand has inspired me to ask a question. Have any of you been somewhere, whether it be um, to live, holiday, uh, vacation as you call it, or just passing through and found yourself surprised by a particular happening or custom? For me, it was the New Zealand tendency to add Thai sweet chili sauce to far too many dishes. Particularly disturbing was its use on nachos in lieu of salsa. May all of your mornings be wonderful, Ryan from Australia. Thank you, Ryan. Um, I actually I do. I was going and I was staying with some friends in upstate New York in the Hudson Oop Valley, upstate, and we went. It was uh, December. It was this month, but a couple years ago, and we went into one of the small, pretty little towns in the Hudson River Valley, and I think it was Rhinebeck, and um, there was this. Parade going down the middle of the street, and the and I'd never seen anything like it before. Like the costumes were sort of like if Mardi Gras ran into Santa Claus, ran into Satan, and they had a k- k- mashup. Krampus, and it was Krampus. Well, it was <laughs> a la Krampus, but it was called Sinterklaas, and I think I've spoken about it on the show before. Sinterklaas, it was it was we an old Dutch yeah, Dutch version. That's right. <laughs> I am Sinterklaas. Try my stroom. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, Sinterklaas was Sinter so, yeah. So like, well, I'm times. answering his question yeah, though. Yeah. Is like that the yeah, Sinterklaas was a was a revelation. Like, people were just banging pots and walking down in crazy outfits. It was the scariest fucking thing ever. Kids were terrified. Yeah. All right, that's what I got. There yeah. you go. I think I think the most startling uh, tra- 
tradition or cultural thing that I, I encountered uh, was the first time I went to uh, of age went to uh, Tijuana, went to the club and the the tequila fucking guys, uh, guys it, that gr- that pull your head back, oh, yeah, yeah, pour yeah, the, the tequila, tequila popper guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I had no idea. I thought I was being. Fucking <laughs> drugged, <laughs> drugged and assaulted right there in the club. I'd never. They pull your head back. What they do is they walk up to you. They've got these whistle, annoying whistles, and they've got a bottle of tequila, and uh, you know, screw the shot glass. Right. They just uh, pull your head back and pour the tequila down your throat and shake your head, uh, shake you violently as they blow the whistle. And that's that's a I guess that's a, a Tijuana shot. That's um I I'm scared of I don't think I've ever been to Tijuana. I'm a little scared of going. You have yeah. been. Oh, you went to Rosarito. Oh yeah, we, I passed through. I haven't right. actually stayed there. Right. Right. That was the last time you had sex with a woman. Not quite. Oh really? Mm. Well, it was every four years for a little while. Remember, right. like the Olympics. what was the last time you had sex with a woman? <laughs> when, when, how how long ago? Last week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do no. Um, well, we've been through this before. It is not I'll like re- re- refresh my memory. I know, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say that the lead up is because I don't want to make it sound like oh, if I decided to have sex with a woman, women would be throwing themselves. Like in other words, there has it has to be a very special lady who would want to sleep with me. I'm I'm trying to respect all women here, Marty, <laughs> and say like I can't just go like oh today I'd like to sleep with a woman and slap my like it doesn't work that way. It's every few years there's some synergy, some connection, and you and know, how long ago was the last time? It was a while, <laughs> <laughs> about twelve twelve years. Not much synergy going yeah, on these but, days. <laughs> it's not as synergistic as it used to be, but there was there was a because I think that Mexico was ninety two, and I remember it was ninety two, ninety six, and two thousand because oh, the, our running internal joke years. was it really was presidential. Like the, well, we were calling it the Olympics, Olympics. yeah, sex sex That's Olympics. Right. Um, so. And Chris reminds us reminded us we were supposed to play the whole um, Ooh, the whole right. male sex. Song. Well, we could play it again. Nah, that's all right. But okay, we can right. play it. We can play it to close the the bit. Oh, we can play sure. it now. Sure, we can play it now. Okay. Oh, let's see. We're gonna dip into the mail sack. 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 I wanna dip my hands in that mail sack. Uh, yeah, that was great. <laughs> there you go. The full that strength. That was great. That was it. <laughs> so I remember being in New Zealand, uh, this is like 25 years ago, and um, the first thing I noticed is like I, I got off the plane and, and at the youth hostel I was staying at, they had a, a lamb on a spit. And I was like, oh, I love lamb. This is great. And you know, it was a big party there. And then everything, then like I had fries or chips as they're called there. And they're they're fried in in lamb fat, and I was like, oh, I love lamb. This is great. These these fries taste with lamb. And then you realize like everything is cooked in lamb fat, and so every and by the end you're just like, fuck, fucking just, lamb fat. It just it permeates the air everywhere. Ironically, in Tijuana they have spit on a lamb, and uh, it just comes right before the donkey show. Oh. That's, that's the- <laughs> Do you prefer Marty Lilac Moon or Lamb Fat? <laughs> <laughs> lamb spit. Gushing out of the world. <laughs> lamb Fat. Now in Lamb Fat. Jared. For, for you down under. Oh, so Ryan, thank you for that. That was a great <laughs> oh question. Get it, Marty, down under.
Here's an, another <laughs> another meme. You're undercarriage. <laughs> Wait, Marty. You know, see, you're you you are you yell at me for pointing something out, and you're pointing something out, and what? The, this is on the Tumblr. Ty, sweet chili. It's on the Tumblr. If you want to see. I do like that face. <laughs> yeah. Did you make that face on purpose or yeah, did it just, happen? I was just staring into the camera so that to see if people were paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, obviously, someone was. Okay, well, I yeah. can do that too. <laughs> I wasn't trying to I wasn't fishing for a meme uh, I was yeah so Tyson I, we went fishing for a meme <laughs> no it would be a dream Jared asks uh, morning merps are ugly sweater parties fun or just some hipster bullshit that is all for now have a great holiday season and always fuck Cleveland you Yay. know it, let's not bah humbug this if it gives people reason to get together and have a little fun at other people's expense then I'm, I'm all for it I went to- <laughs> That's me making a face. We oh, we're on radio. That, that that dead air was us just posing. That was the ugly sweater meme. <laughs> Iken has an ugly sweater. <laughs> I went to a white elephant party over the weekend, and that this is for those of you who don't know. This is where everybody brings a gift, and then you pick these gifts randomly. And if you don't like it, you can grab it from uh, grab somebody else's gift. And right, there, there's it's, all, it's a whole thing. Yeah, and I just I just was content. To pick a shitty gift and just stick with it, and I, did. I got a, I did uh, exactly that. But I brought oh, a great okay. gift. Yeah, I brought a, a battery pack for an iPhone. You know, so it's like doubles your battery power if you're if you're away from a charger. You just keep it in your purse. Oh, that's nice. I can't remember if I got this gift or I gave this gift. That's how that's how my memory is just falling apart these days. Oh, I believe oh, it's, it's I'm pretty sure I gave this. I put this gift in there. Was a two DVD pack. Of Black Hawk Down and Black Cock Down. <laughs> so you got that. I thought that was good. I do believe awesome. now I gave it was the, sorry, the movie. What, what was it again? A, uh, what was the, the medium? Uh, DVD. Back in. What's that? Well, it's like an eight track. Back in the day, huh. you'd take this uh, disc yeah. and you'd put it into a machine and it would read it. Nice. And it would play a movie. Wow. That's yeah. nifty. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's quaint. Um, so I was pretty proud of that. Yeah. Have you, do you have any ugly Christmas sweaters? Um, I did have one. Uh, it has long been uh, been left behind somewhere at an apartment or something. But yeah, I, I had uh, one with the the two reindeer that someone gave me. I'm not really a sweater guy. No. I tried to be. I tried to wear sweaters, but I I just sort of gave up on it because yeah. I'm a. I run kind of hot, so you run kind of hot. <laughs> yeah, sweaters don't do much for me. <laughs> you- you're like a hot-blooded. You're on El Fuego. Good morning, Murps. I've been listening to, to show. Uh, I've been listening to the show for the past eight months, but it's my first time writing. Yay! Woo. My girlfriend broke up with me on Tuesday oh, night. Ooh. And I just wanted to say a huge thank you to you all because listening to your podcast on my drive home to Toronto Wednesday gave me some much needed laughs. I feel oh. like I should ask a question, so I'll ask Rob Ford. <laughs> <laughs> Crack cocaine. Crack. Um, what are some movies you'd recommend to, uh, watching to help deal with a breakup? Much love from Canada. Thanks for making my Wednesday commute a little brighter, Sean. First of all, Sean, I'm sorry your girlfriend broke up with you. You're better off without her. And second off, black cock down. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, what would you recommend for for to put Sean? a smile on the lips? <sighs> um, James, do you have? I I instantly went back to uh, childhood. I remember when I, this has nothing to do with breaking up, but except breaking my wrist once. Um, 
uh, riding my bike. I broke my wrist and I had to stay home from school and I watched uh, The Bellboy. Classic Jerry Lewis. Yeah, oh, yeah, that could do it. Yeah, yeah, that could do it. Some of those old ones. You got to you got to pull out some of those old gems every now and then. And well, I mean, the obvious one is forgetting Sarah Marshall, right? I'd say the. Goodbye oh yeah, girl. see if you want to, or the Goodbye Girl, yeah. or the Goodbye Girl. Even uh, my super ex girlfriend is kind of. Oh yeah, funny. that's a. You know, I I kind of enjoyed that. Movie. I did kind that's of enjoy fun. that. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess. Well, is the challenge something to cheer him up or make him forget? Or you know, like a revenge fantasy? Yeah, I spit like on old your grave. boy. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. American Psycho. There you go. Just like, <laughs> um, yeah, or or, or clearly Murder on the Orient Express for no. It's just, <laughs> yeah, it's just a it's, delightful it's, movie. It's, it's, a, it's a rock. Oh, that Agatha Christie. Oh, the, she could the write stars, them. <laughs> the glamour. It'll transport you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What there's that Elijah Wood movie? Now we're just naming movies. No, no, yeah. Elijah True Wood. True Grit. No, Elijah <laughs> Wood did this movie called uh, Maniac. It's a remake of an eighties nineteen eighty film. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, it he plays You're a, a, a murder of, of women. So yeah, just watch anything where women. Are no, 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 no. Okay, no, I have it. No, I have no. it. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I that Ooh. movie is amazing. Yeah. It's, but it, that could take him to a place. I mean, he could like barely be able to wake But out. I, mean, I have to say that when you're sometimes it's it's important. I don't know how close you were with her, but it's it's important to get down into that wallowing you stage. Mean embrace the suck. Embrace the suck for a little bit. Yeah, and then get caught up in the romance, and then realize that. Well, I think you're saying the classic. What they say, like you have to you have to grieve. Yes, you get bury if you bury the grief. So we shouldn't paper it over with just some silly frilly movie. Right. The bellboy, <laughs> because then he's burying the grief. You have to, so you have to watch Love Actually, right? So ah, watch yes. Love Actually. Oh, no, no, I hate Love Actually. Let the That's tears a terrible, fall. No, no. Don't watch Love Actually. Watch Eternal. The way we Sunshine. were. Um, the way we were. The crying game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, watch a sudzer. Will you give it. us a little like an uh, odor and a sudzer? Will you give us a little of the way we were? Scattered pictures of the smiles we left behind. More? Yeah. Smiles to get another. All right. Um, and I, Annie Hall. There's a song for Annie Hall? No, no. I'm just go, going for good. Oh, I thought, I thought you wanted me to sing movies. Annie Hall. I'm going to say I'm <laughs> sticking with Eternal Sunshine of uh, Spotless I think mind. that's a great choice. And I think and Annie then, Hall is a good companion and piece. If you have any others, tweet them in, please. and we'll Annie Hall. Oh, and then uh, Mike said um, 500 Days of Summer. Oh, wait. Um, yeah. Oh, wait? Why'd you say oh, wait? That's what he tweeted. He said 500 Days of Summer, oh, wait. Yeah. I'm yeah. waiting. <laughs> We're waiting, Mike. <laughs> We're waiting. Mike, 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 Mike. Okay. Okay. I like Annie Hall. I like your choice of Annie Hall. I'm making it my choice. All right. All it right. both deals and, with and the, the passing the, of a relationship or... that, that had its time. Yeah. All right. And can't be recreated and has to be treasured for what it was, but moving on. Excellent. Moving on. And speaking of which, moving on. Okay. Uh, this one is an audio podcast, or an audio oh. one, so just give me a second. I've got Scattered it. pictures of the smile Hey, lady! My boy made to what another. Santa Claus of the way I will Oh my god. That's that, that's terrible. I apologize to everybody. 
<laughs> Did you? Are you really happy that Dan's back? Rob Ford, tweet in, let us know. <laughs> you, um, yeah, don't, don't, don't become Rob Ford. What? Meme fishing, courtesy of Tyson. Uh, okay, this one is from Josh. <laughs> I don't think you saw the the meme, Marty. No. Uh, all right, all right. Here I am. I'm, here I am. I'm I'm playing this. Okay. Okay. Good morning, Merps. This is Josh Este from Southwest Louisiana. I thought I'd say welcome back, you know, Dan, because I'm a week late, like I always am, because I'm always listening the next day to everything. Sorry, guys, it's part of the job. Not a problem. Work as a trash man. It, anywho, I thought I'd see what was up. I thought I'd say thanks to Emily for reading my Twitter impression of Bill a while back. That still makes me laugh every time I hear it. And James, I wanted to ask you a question and see if you could find me the numbers on the downloads for Louisiana of this morning show because I cannot be the only fucking person that listens to this <laughs> awesome show. It just can't be. It, you might and be, And if though. anybody yeah, else does might, that might lives around the Lake Charles area, that would be fucking great. I think I need to meet more people. <laughs> But anywho, Steve, no comments, please. <laughs> I I felt the comment coming. Thank you so much for doing the show. You make my day so much happier. You fill them with joy and laughter and politics, Marty. Yes, no worries on that one. Thank you. But uh, most of all, I just want to say congrats on doing it for so long. And welcome back, Dan. We missed you. And James, please keep working with these wonderful people because... Oh. I don't know what I'd do if I didn't have the show to listen to on the back of the trash truck whenever I work. I'd probably go nuts and throw a bunch of cans at people and kick somebody's dog and probably throw somebody's dog in the back of the trash truck. But I digress. (laughs) Do not do that. to hear you all again and listen to the wonderful show. All right, guys. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Oh, thank you, Josh. Thanks Sorry, the there night. was some yeah, weird audio that. on that. That must have been his. I think that was on his end. Oh, okay. That was, was recording. Okay. Thank you for the uh, Josh, that was an but awesome, awesome. Do not awesome throw yeah. a dog into the garbage truck. No, Don't, um, do, that. No, Don't no. do that. I mean, I guess it was a dead dog. Yeah, but even still, there's something undignified about that. <laughs> yeah, there's true. That's right. So, um, but let's not harp on that, Marty. There was so much I said. Oh, no, okay. That was so very nice. if you are on uh, in Louisiana or yeah. near the Lake Charles Louisiana, Louisiana, drop... Uh, Josh, a line on the on the Twitter. Can you give him a little twangy? Uh, uh, oh, down yeah. south, uh, southern. <laughs> yeah, Dan, you, <laughs> greeting. No, no, because I, you know what, he like that. Uh, I the, did you sense a little bit of a? I'm going to get this wrong, and I apologize to you, listener. But it, like a Cajun accent, but a I little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there was in the same way that Renee brought a little French Canadian into yes. our world. I'm wondering if that was a. Well, anyway, he is from Louisiana. Yeah, no, that's why I'm saying. That's yeah. why I was surmising that. So I don't want to be taking any shots at that. I respect that. I don't want to be taking any. I wouldn't want to be taking a shot at well, that. Well, I tell you, Barbara. <laughs> I, well, yeah. I, I say, I say, I say, far too much, far too much. Don't do that. Hey, man. So you're like, from the, thanks for listening. You're from the south, so you have the the right to. to Was there a question in there? I'm trying to remember. Um, no, no. He was asking if there were. We had any numbers on the Louisiana. Yeah, I'll have we to find out okay. from uh, Will know. Wilkins. Okay. I don't even know how many listeners you have, but you Ten. could tell all your friends to listen to the show, and then you would have people to talk about. Um, I do Mike know we have a listener in uh, Israel. Oh, yes. Really? Yes. yes. Sweet. One. So, Janelle said that uh, Eternal Sunshine was her breakup movie. Um, and then, uh, let's see, Tom 
Oh, wait, okay. So let's see. Mike said that 500 days might not be the best one for a breakup. I mean, I, but I think there's, like I said, there's something about, uh, something cathartic about yeah. just saying, just wallowing. Um, yeah, I would, I agree with you, Marty. You can't, you can't bury that shit. You can't yeah. pretend like it didn't happen. Right. But then you can't go wallow in it either. So what would you say is the right time frame? I, I say, two to two to five days feels right, depending on the length. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be what a, a month for every year you've gone out. Really? Yeah. Did you hear that somewhere? Or did you just make that up? I heard that somewhere. A month? You mean if I've dated somebody for just a year, I have to give up one month of my life to grieve? That's oh, crazy not, talk. Not, but it's not all grieving. It's just to get over it. That's crazy talk. All right. One year, I say two weeks tops. Dan's a two lo- years. Three weeks. Three years, four weeks. Four yeah. years, five weeks. Okay, but five, five years, years two six months. weeks. Oh. Seven years. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? I was, you needed a, you needed I, a was everybody writing there. that down? Yeah. <laughs> I, was well, I hope that's on it. the Tumblr. Put that on the Tumblr so Until people know. it became annoying, but then it became funny again for being annoying. Mm. <laughs> and then you got to cut, cut me off. <laughs> I think that was the, the graceful. The, that was just, the, that was mercy. That was the out. It's because yeah. my jaw is in such agony, Marty. Oh, God. Agony. You're on pain, painkillers. I'm not. That's the thing. So Tom have a asks, uh, how does one go about selling a script when not in the WJ or have GA or have representation. I saw that. It's such a the Tom that is the billion dollar question. If people had a great answer to that, uh, uh, here's here's I always say this stock answer is is one I don't know, <laughs> but two if you've written a really genuinely terrific script and I'm and I have no doubt yours might be, but I mean a genuinely original terrific amazing script. If you just start giving it to f- friends here in L.A. or whatever and whatever, it'll get around because everybody's hunting. For that right. next unbelievable script. I mean, I remember when I was starting out, uh, there was, you know, when we were all like interns, not even a sit, just, I mean, like the whole peer group was interns. Everybody was so hungry to find that writer or that script. And I remember one script, remember, uh, it was Kira, who was the first person to read it. Literally, a guy printed it out, gave it to her, and she gave it to us. I was the second person to read this, I think, in almost in Hollywood, and went like, oh my God, this script, this is really something special. And of course, two days later, it sold in a million dollar spec thing, The Last Action Black Hero. Black Down. The Last Action Hero. Black Cock Down's first uh, script. Yeah. And that so, it, and like, Adam left. What's that? Yeah, so you're exactly right. So, uh, what I would say is, first of all, write that amazing script, that unbelievable amazing script, and second of all, start asking okay. people to read it. Yeah, and, and here's the thing: if you're going to pursue Hollywood, the, the the best thing to do is to pursue low on that ladder. Yeah. So if you if you um, develop if you network with assistants, story editors, uh, low level. Um, uh, uh, development executives, you know, then if you develop a, a rapport with them that is, that is not stalkery, yes, and that where you you have the the self awareness to know that they're not interested, and you can walk away and not you know yeah, 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 be yeah. in their face, um, then you can uh, then they might ask you to send their script. And in fact, you know, I worked, uh, we both worked in development for years, and and they people would the story editor would develop relationships with. People who just called up because they want to find that next right great yeah, writer. Right, right, it's just if it's great, they both have gonna, their guard up and their guard down. Right. They both are like right. looking for it, but don't want to be so you deluded. Have to for figure out how to to finesse that. There are also there are pitch conventions that you can go to where you pay a lot of money and you go to some hotel by the 
the airport in LA and you, you, yeah, you, yeah. you know, and then I think that's more believer. of a scam, but, um, I'm not a huge believer. Like also, see, I don't know if the, the, he was writing it from LA. It's tough if you're not in LA. It really is hard if you're not in LA. Yeah. Because also what you can do in LA is you make friends with all your peer group. You hang and, out at Fred Siegel's. No, and, no, 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 it's not that, but you make, but it's what you were saying. Like if you make friends with all your peer group over five years, over 10 years, that peer group is next thing you know, they're going to be the junior development executives. Yeah. And the next thing you know, 15 years later, they're actually running they're a studio. They're running the studio. Yeah. And it's not that you're making friends to be manipulative. It's just if you are involved with your cinematic community, especially your peer group level, those are all relationships that will uh, that will. It's it's really stunning to me how many deserving and some undeserving people now that I know like run agencies, run studios, whatever. Yeah. And we all started out in the mailroom together or exactly. other things like that. And you never quite knew who was going to be right. Uh, who was going to be doing it. So all my friends turned out to be the ones waiting around for their friends to be studio heads. so you want to you be so get to know people and be kind and be generous of your spirit and people will be generous to you yeah if you ever have interns or pas around you treat them well because you never know exactly (laughs) believe me it's exactly right there everybody starts somewhere which sounds stupid but it's a but it's true to remember good morning to the ivy leaguers and james once again beg your pardon (laughs) how dare you no i think a bright red line has been drawn here (laughs) right yeah that's why the camera's on us god damn it absolutely uh once again, I want to thank everybody for last week. It was a great episode for, from the Merps and from all the contributors. Last night, I did my nerd obligation and saw the new Hobbit movie, even though I had no real excitement for it. And after seeing it, my fears were confirmed. I, it really felt like the M. Night George Lucas problem where a director is in a position where nobody can say no to them. Uh, so, if... Uh, so this movie felt more masturbatory than a Marty U long weekend. Hey, that, <laughs> that's, that's saying something. That's a Marty U every day. <laughs> um, I'm curious what uh, to what movies you think were the worst examples of too much director power as opposed to studio ruined flops. Cheers, Chris Brown, Manning the Grill, and Grilling the Man in Toontown, Saskatchewan. Love it. Chris, um, it's funny because you and I lived the same life. Yesterday, I played hooky a little bit. <laughs> And uh, and I did legitimately uh, – seriously, I was having jaw pain, so I popped the Vicodin, and I went to see Hobbit at the uh, IMAX 3D. And I don't say that loosely. It's a genuine prescription. I have it because of this pain, and I was in serious pain. So I um, – I uh, went to see Hobbit IMAX 3D at the New Chinese. The desolation of Smaug. Did and you see the high frame rate? I, I did. It was the first time I've ever seen high frame rate. And I had the same experience that you always read about. For the first 10 minutes, I was completely – not completely weirded. I was just like – this is a little much. So the, and then eventually after a little while, your eyes – it's not that it gets used to it. It's just you're like numbed to it. The first 10 say. minutes for me, I was like, there, there's something wrong. Like the, the, the colors are off and weird. And, and I was just wondering if, if I was responding to the high frame rate yeah. or not. And then I was like, no, they're, they're, the colors are blotchy and fucked up. And so it was at the uh, Arclight in Pasadena and they, they have a, a, an attendant on the side. And I was like, oh, I should say something. But I know they're going to say, oh, it's the 48 frame rate. Right, right. And so I went and I talked to him and I I said, uh, uh, you know, there's something wrong with the thing. And he's like, no, it's just the 48 frame rate. I'm like, no, look at that sky. The gradient's wrong. (laughs) He said, look at the sky. The gradient's wrong. (laughs) And so he goes, okay, okay. I'll I'll, I'll talk to the projectionist. And like 30 seconds later, bloop, it they flipped the switch and it was all perfect. But really, yeah, you saved everybody from three hours. Nice. Of the, the 
Canadians wrong. <laughs> I want to get you to say the line just for any disaster movie. Like right at that moment. Oh my god, that's fantastic. Between you and Kimmel and the clams and the gradients wrong, I've been loving your life today, Marty. You. Um, so yeah, the, on the Hobbit, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was exactly what you said, which is the thing. The weird thing is I didn't mind it as much as the, the first one because I so loathe the beginning 30 minutes of the first oh, one. Oh, and the stuff with the trolls is yeah, and so it, and tedious. It, yeah, and it just like – because you didn't have any of that, it was kind of mostly adventure. Um, I – you know, and I just sat back and I wouldn't say enjoyed it, but I existed well, in it without too much anger. I enjoyed the action, which was so ridiculous. Yeah. But if you think about it, the way it was, uh, if if you saw Tintin, it's the same type yeah. of action where it just doesn't make any sense at all. Right. But you're like, oh, that's kind of like a crazy Rube Goldberg thing. Yes, yes, yes. And, it, like the the, the river uh, barrel thing comes to mind. Right. And, it was which fun, is, which but it of course, fun. like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was so inventive. And, and he, Peter Jackson, he was the second unit director on on. Tintin, so he directed all the, the action scenes. Is that, that true? Yeah. I did never understood how they worked together on that, and now you're telling me. Yeah. Is it Spielberg directed like the dialogue scenes, and he directed the action something scenes? Something like I mean, it was a collaboration of sorts. Interesting. You know? But definitely, if you look at the Tintin scene when he's going down the hill, and the, the, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the note, it's the same type of, like, oh, I can... You know, hold on to a bird and fly, and you know, jump off of a, someone's head, and right, you know. right, 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 right. Uh, and it was ridiculous. I don't know if it's self-indulgent. I thought it was just like he's just making a popcorn film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I didn't mind it as much as I think as the listener did. Um, Chris, Chris, Chris um, we love Chris. Yeah, of course, I know. Um, but uh, I, I, but it's hard. Like somebody said, well, should I go see it? I said I can't say to anybody go see that movie. But if you're the kind of person who likes The Hobbit or Lord of the Rings or whatever like that, then I then it doesn't sh- have the same majesty of the Lord of the Rings. And, and I don't think anything can recapture that. That was something yeah. because a the Hobbit just the source material, but b there was something about that was that time where finally you've taken this treasured book from everybody's shared past at a moment where visual effects were at a point where it could actually be realized in a way that had not been triumphantly realized before. Right. Now I feel like the visual effects, so we've seen it and you're looking up at the clock again. What is so, that? Is my Jesus Christ, bothering why you? don't you fucking <laughs> stay on point and talking to the mic? Because here I am saying I something to, and you're glancing I up. have to multitask. This is why Terry Gross doesn't like to be in the studio with the person that she's interviewing because she's always looking at notes and doing stuff and doesn't want to distract someone. Why can't you just play the game of host? Because I'm not going to cheat our listeners by playing a game. I'm doing this something. isn't a game. This I'm is real. This shit is along. real. <laughs> this shit is real. Oh God! What, what, the fucking oh. gradient. Hey everybody, listen. your gradients off. <laughs> your gradients off, Marty. Everybody, your gradient. Everybody, send an email uh, or mail and Twitter tweets to um, get a season three of the Carrie Diaries. <laughs> You're gradient. <laughs> uh, that's a hashtag. Uh, Carrie Diary season three. That's hashtag Y O U R G R A D I E N T S O F F. So Chris's question was, what movies have been victim of director indulgence? And I would say 
For me, it's a no-brainer, The Naked Lunch, directed by David Cronenberg, a terrible, terrible movie that was cost a ton of money, and it was so unwatchable and made me angry. And as that's I a good it. one, and and it also like, but you know, Cronenberg, I've often, you know, we talked about it before. Like, I think comes up with these thuddingly bad movies, right. interspersed with these and, and very good. There's movies. something wrong in his mind where he's just like, this is genius, and like, yeah. you know, and I think. Well, we all know the famous ones, like 1941, or oh, I, uh, I kind of enjoy Gate. that. I mean, I saw, and you like Heaven's Gate, you know? Uh, yeah, I think there's. I think on all those movies, they're, they're far out. Their reputation outstrips how actually – like there's plenty of good in the bloated and bad. Uh, you know, for instance, we've talked many times about how much I love Ishtar. Uh, right. Yeah, truly. Right. No, no, no. And I think that gets, it gets a bad rap. I think a lot of those giant, giant movies get uh, – flops get a bad rap because they just didn't win and make all their money back. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, Darren mentioned that uh, uh, that if you want – some some tips on script writing. You should listen to Script Notes, the John August podcast. Yeah, actually, that's a great thing. And you know, I just uh, sat down for a little dinner with uh, John last night, and he, his podcast is absolutely indispensable for the yeah. uh, young. Um, James, are there any directors that you think have just oh, like exploited their <laughs> their? Authority? Well, I don't know how how much it's exploited as much as overused uh jj and i, and I love jj abrams yeah. but the lens flare thing i think he i think he's he, he's commented on he's, he's like yeah there were probably too too many new lens too flares much. in the last star trek yeah the last <laughs> oh, really? time i had yeah. a seizure at a at star trek <laughs> i thought maybe there were one too many lens flares there yeah um <laughs> yeah i don't know there there's I have to say the naked lunch just because I I was so mad while. I was well, he hit it. on a cut. We like, I mentioned like M Night. There's someone who like <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. like yeah yeah totally. uh, you know unrestrained Every... it went bonkers. Yeah, yeah. I think somebody. I don't think he learned his lesson though. What was the last movie he directed? That was any good? No, but he he did the last Ava- Avatar and then he did one yeah. since then. But oh, he did that one after Earth. Oh, Unbearable. Yeah. He did After Earth. Oh, horrible. So terrible. Oh, I've been out of pop culture for like six months. Oh my god. Uh, but great question, Chris. I hope that helped. Uh, I don't think we get, came up with great answers, but it's I a think provocative I question. I think I did. You did actually. I will give you credit for that. Uh, Merps and, and listeners. nothing else <laughs> <laughs> because my gradient is <laughs> off. I, I admit it. I admit it. Uh, Merps and listeners was trying to for an audio submission to the mail sack. However, my computer is being ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> Like, how does a computer be ridiculous? Yeah. Can't touch no, I me. Won't. <laughs> <laughs> Access denied. <laughs> Wait, that's you made him into flaming, <laughs> flamingly ridiculous. <laughs> and my phone broke last night. Sorry about that. Just wanted to wish you all a happy and safe holidays. Regardless, Peter W G. Thanks. Thank you, Peter W G. What is everybody doing for the holidays, Marty? We, uh, I'm here. I'm oh, here. you're here. Yeah, yeah. So I have my relatives coming in. My sister already lives here. So I'm out of the country, man. I'm out of. The yeah. Country. When do you leave? I leave uh, Saturday for two weeks. And when do you get back? What day? I can't count. That uh, Monday, January sixth, which means uh, oh. I could make a return here Tuesday, January seventh. Oh, look at you go! Nice. <laughs> just wanted to drop a line and welcome sir dan back to the ranks of the tuesday morning merps it's nice to hear the stories of new york shenanigans shenanigans ah that's the name of my gay bar and his myriad maladies you guys brighten my tuesdays also dj james uh, you need to ca- check out Cool AD and Das Racist. They have renewed my faith in the future of hip-hop. Cool AD is my hero. And he gives some clips. You can look them up on YouTube. That's... um, 
Yeah, yeah. and Can then uh, speak to this at all. I don't. I'm not. This I love you guys. This is language. Mike D from Blacksburg, Virginia. Where's Blacksburg? Uh, yeah. It is in the sort of the western portion of Virginia. Um, yeah, I'll, I, you know, unfortunately, I believe Das Racist broke up. But um, yeah. well, maybe James knows about that. It's, yeah, I music they, is they, thing. I heard the same thing. Yeah, um, but they do have that funny song. Uh, I'll just play very a little clip yes. of it right here. Um, okay. And this is from you know several. Years I'm ago. waiting. It's from. I'm explaining. I'm talking. It's from several years ago. Yeah. Um, and it, it sort of. Ca- oh, oh. You make a better burger. <laughs> oh, damn it! All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a great song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I just let that. I turned off the sound. But yeah. Um, yeah, now YouTube has so many ads, which is yeah. fine. I don't mind ads because I'm getting content for free. But when you're trying to cue something up, here we go. Does it move past? I'm at the Pizza Hut. What? I'm at the Taco Bell. What? I'm at the combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bell. I'm at the Pizza Hut. What? I'm at the Taco Bell. I'm at the combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bell. Wait, we're at the Pizza Hut. What? We're at the Taco Bell. What? We're at the combination Pizza Hut oh my. and Taco Bell. And That's- it just goes on like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty awesome. So they're kind of like this... Um, uh, I wouldn't. They're sort of in a counter, not counterculture, but sort of ultra, sort of uh, hip hop. Yeah. Uh, one of the guys went to Wesleyan, and they're just you know very smart, but also just like they don't give a fuck kind of yeah, attitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and what about Cool AD? Are you familiar? Um, I've heard, I've heard, but I haven't listened to a lot of Cool AD. But I've heard of Cool AD. All right. Well, we will look it up, Mike Dessert. Yeah. So thank you for uh, Thanks, Mike, Mike D. Uh, so thank you for the recommendations and thank you for the nice email. Jeff, uh, Jeff from Akron, Ohio. Hey, guys, and Emily. Not Emily. She's off shushing. Not with Steve. uh, With her dad. I'm guessing this will be the last show of the year and want to thank you for uh, all you do each week. Do you guys have any resolutions uh, you're going to do for 2014? I'm going to attempt what Doug Benson's doing and watch a movie a day. Do you guys have any recommendations to get me started? Happy holidays and see you guys in 2014. Jeff from Akron, Ohio. Yes, go see The Great Beauty, the the uh, new Sorrentino Italian film. Fantastic movie. Ooh, Just to, loved it. Listen to film school. Yeah, here. well, I love Italian cinema. And Say it in Italian. I'm going to beat you Say in the in head Italian. with this microphone. I love the Italian cinema. cinema Italia. Yeah, so that's what I would do. I'd right. kick it off with that one. I had one, Marty. Yeah, yeah. I was James, do you have one? Uh, I do. I, I resolve, and uh, my goal is to... Sell a project in 2014. Sell. A, uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to break into the business, guys. All right. I'm trying to. Trying to sell a show. Really? Um, a shoe. A shoe. <laughs> a really, really good shoe. Shoe. Uh, what? Do you have a movie recommendation for? Uh, for Jeff. Uh, movie recommendation that he should watch. Just anything in general. There's no theme behind. No, this. no theme. Just something. Because he's, he's got one uh, day. He got 365. Kinky boots. I mentioned it oh, before. Really? I love Kinky Boots. Based, are you going to see the musical if it ever comes to? I, I would love to see the musical. I think how it was, was it amazing. Musical? It was good. I know the director. He did a great job. Oh, um, you know what? what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I do love that Italian movie. But uh, let I'm gonna go with the King of Marvin Gardens, just because it's a little season of Bruce Dern. Uh, oh. A little second look at Bruce Dern. Bruce Dern, Jack Nicholson, Bob Raffleson film. Not not Bob seen, seen a lot. So uh, King of Marvin Gardens. Okay, and what did you? Um 
What did you think of Nebraska? Uh, I liked it. Uh, maybe not my favorite Alexander Payne, no, it's but not my uh, favorite you know, but, but it's, there's such great moments. Why quarrel? You know, yeah. I mean, like uh, or quibble. I guess is the quarrel or quibble. Um, because uh, horrible. It's it, it's it's a it's a good little it's a good movie. It's just maybe not my favorite of his. Um, I will recommend. Let's see. I just watched the. Glow, the story of gorgeous ladies of wrestling. It's oh, a documentary. nice! Yeah, <laughs> which was actually pretty touching. Like it. So in the eighties, there was this uh, this uh, TV show called mm-hmm. the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. You can watch clips online. Very, very eighties. Lots of teased hair and r- really shitty acting and bad acting <laughs> and bad wrestling. But right. for, there's a certain charm to it because there. It's not like. They were women in in skimpy outfits, but yeah. it's not overtly like exploitative or sexy. And and uh, they interview these women now, and like the you know it meant so much for them at the time. Right. You know, and there's this, right. they all had to live together, and and then they have a reunion, and it's and it's really sad how much it meant to some of the people <laughs> because if you right. think about it, it's like such a weird blip in in pop culture. Yeah. But um. Yeah. And it, and it, I came away thinking, like, all right, I, I don't feel weird about it feels like a good recommendation yeah all right all right there, there we go. go there you go asked and answered as they say in the biz yes oh do you have any <laughs> um any resolutions <sighs> only the only the and this i know i mean like it's so tedious to hear this but like last year you maybe listeners will recall that i went away in season one and i gained quite a bit of weight and i came back and i dropped 35 pounds and i and that's so i know most boring one ever but i am like i did get a heavy a while on season two and I am very much looking forward to coming back from vacation and uh, getting back into some good health. Not so much about the weight, but getting back into some good health. So it, te- boring as it is, you can look for some real diet and exercise from, from this kid right here in the new year. Well, over the summer, I did say that I wanted to get in shape. Did you yes. remember? I, mean, I didn't that. remember that. But yeah. didn't you get in shape? You I told me the other shape. night that you were in really good shape. I am in really good shape, but I could lose a little weight. But I'm in great How, shape. Well, that's the, 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 oh, you're in great shape, but you could lose a little. Yeah, weight. sure. I mean, if I want to be like Hollywood, like lean and you know, but um, you're not that right now. I'm just I'm show us. All right, no, I'm not going to show you. Oh, damn it! <laughs> so are you uh, like meme uh, fishing? 1930s in shape. You know how those guys were all. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I <laughs> right, you the, know that gymnast body, <laughs> yeah. like super lean, and then they goes, that- oh, yeah. The- yeah, they I put can that do belt them. around their their waist and yeah, the exactly. Shake. Charles, I'm Charles Atlas. Yeah. Yeah, I can do, I can do my pull ups and, and run and ten miles. But um, but I I have so many things that I need to fix in my life. I don't. I think it's going to take longer. Well, than don't a year. get overwhelmed. Let's let's just pick one in addition to the get into better no, that, shape. That's um. You can't do get into better shape. You're oh, so Drew was mentioning that that Kool Aid was in Dasher. Okay, but I want oh, you to pick guys. one. Pick one. No resolution. Why not? Because that's something I need to consider on my own in private. That's terrible radio, Marty. <laughs> no, it's not. That's <laughs> terrible radio. No, he asked you a question. No, I, and I gave him an answer. I will. I will meditate on it and come back. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone out there just wait and breath. Yako writes, Hello, Marty and Dan and DJ James. Nice to have yes. this original Nooner setup today. I'm going to see a rough cut of my movie, Afslag 89. Oh. That translates to Exit 89. Wow, it's weird that the numbers are the same in, in Dutch. As I would have English. thought it'd be yeah. Niet Rond Neuf. <laughs> that's, that's, that was Dan sign languaging like nonsense the way that guy was in front of that Nelson Mandela. That was Dutch. 
I'll have you know. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Uh, so he's watching it tonight in the studio. Oh, uh, congratulations. It's very fast. Uh, we were very lucky with filming last week, and, and nobody died of the cold. But I did have to replace the audio guy last moment, so that was fun a fun experience for me. And I guess he had some lens flare issues. Not oh. issues, but because there was the crisp winter sun oh well at the shooting at the coming at the, yeah but at the crisp low winter sun sounds like it'd be beautiful yeah I, I, there, I, there's nothing wrong with lens flare there's nothing no, wrong no, with a all. crisp winter sun yes we actually shot more than we were supposed to imagine that shooting more than you were yeah, supposed to that's uh, today we started selling limited edition movie posters of the film have well you should you should tweet that thing out the, the a link for that right now have you ever sold merchandise for your own small projects or short film no never Thanks for the show. Others have. And conquer vif is a, indeed a very oh, nasty right word. Afslag. Unitont nymph. You're just nuts. Those are nuts. That isn't. That's how you say 89 no, in Dutch. Unitont oh, nymph. It gets different every time. Unitont <laughs> nymph. <laughs> Well, good luck with Aslav Mitondinov, and uh, uh, congratulations! It, it looks very yeah, menacing. Looks awesome, yeah. There's a menacing. there's a, a picture. Is that a, that's a gun? Picture of a fellow okay. with a uh, a mask and a gun. And whenever that happens, you know nothing's good going to yeah. come out of that one. Oh, I already answers. can't wait for Aslav ninety. Yeah. <laughs> the follow up. There, have there been eighty eight? Is this the eighty eight <laughs> sequel? It's no. It's eighty. It's exit eighty nine. <laughs> it could be the hit. No, it's Aslav eighty eight. There's been eighty eight exits. Eighty eight. The first one was just movies. Aslav. No, no. The first one was exit. Well, that was understood. There was one, so it was just Aslav. Yeah, the second was Aslav yeah, two. Okay. I understand. I understand. Then it was Aslav no. three. I, I, I it's kind of like with the grieving I'm, period. I'm, I'm <laughs> then there's Aslav four. Yes, it's like the Chicago, uh, the Chicago five. album. Album catalog six. Yes. Okay. We'll just wait. But I particularly like no, 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 Oslog seven. Going. Keep going. Okay. No, no, no. What, what, what <laughs> oh that? wait, no. Neget the doctor gig. He provided the the pronunciation. Neganinganaktig. You're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> no, I'm not. I read it. You're it's right there. Embarrassing Good afternoon, nooners. Please, please tell me that the NSA and Edward Snowden will settle the most important issue of the day. Is Santa Claus a biracial Muslim communist born in Hawaii? I must know. Yes. Much love, everyone. Happiest of, of small days to you all. Long days and pleasant nights. Todd, it's a great question. Uh, and I gave the answer, yes. Yeah, yes. and a great answer. Thank you. <laughs> I know I need to meditate on that, Todd. I'll have an answer for you in three weeks. Uh, you know, if that's what it takes, we will wait. We will wait. Your gradient's off. <laughs> Old school Nuna, Nuna crew. A proper welcome to Dan. Just a quick thank you for your shows this this year. I think Bill, Steve, and Emily have stepped up admirably. Oh, they have. That's even sure. if Steve isn't a fan. There are a few podcasts that what I Steve keep up Steve's not with. a fan of? Our podcast. He didn't like Nooner? No, it's a joke. He just says he always says like I never listen to the podcast. Rude. Um, so there are a few podcasts that I keep up to date with, and I greatly listen, enjoy listening live Tuesday. So have a great Christmas and get ready to celebrate your two years at the helm in the new year. Regards, Darren Husted. Um, that's pretty that much. M- that, that's Darren. 
Uh, yeah. P.S. Thank, thank everyone who sent in audio letters a crazy notion two months ago that was better than I could have ever imagined. Or us. We could not yeah, have, thanks, Darren. And particularly Renee and Mark who made their debuts. Uh, the delight in Dan's <laughs> voice made my week. Negan Taktig. <laughs> 89 <laughs> It's one of my favorite he, he even broke it down a little bit Oh, there you go Nagin and Taktig you have to I graduated me. one year after Nagin Taktig from college <laughs> And now she's a porn star named uh, Breezy uh, Breezy Lilac You know how yeah. fast I like to go on my car? Nagin Taktig MP Osh KP Osh KP Osh <laughs> My favorite sexual position is Nagin Taktig <laughs> Minus 20 <laughs> Wait, the, the only number that matches English in the Dutch language is 20. <laughs> That's right. It's a great, it was a perfect coincidence for that joke. Hello, Dan, Marty, Emily, Bills, DJ James, and Steven. Not listening live today, as usual, but just wanted to say it's great to hear you on the show again, Dan. You're 120 mile... KPH. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. What, what is 120 miles? Kappa Ash. Kappa Ash. What's 120? Ampa Ash. Oh, you mean in Dutch? Yeah. Nick Tak Taki Tig. No, Nick Tak 20. Copy Ash. Nick Tak 20. Negan Tak Tig plus 30 on 20. Copy Ash. Your 120 mile per hour personality was great, missed greatly. Having said that, the show has been excellent with the rest of the game and gang, and it is the highlight of my podcasting week. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. Nice. And by the way, so it's known, I mean, Marty, you kept, the, you know, got this crew together and kept it all going for a year, and that whole crew's going to be back in January. And, no, and Dan, full steam the reason they're not here is because Dan fired them. Yeah, that's <laughs> also true, but I thought that I would let that settle. <laughs> no real questions this week, so I thought I'd let... You know one thing. <laughs> Marty, you accidentally got 20 right. Twintig. Twintig. Negan Taktig Moon is Tintig. No real questions this week, so I thought I'd let you know. <laughs> There's been no real answers. One I thing <laughs> each of you has inspired me to do. I just ordered my Blu-ray copy of Behind the Candelabra, entirely based what? on Stephen's enthusiasm for it. Wonderful. So let's hopeful, oh. hope it's as wonderful as he made it out to be. Wonderful. Wonderful. I finally watched the original Old Boy per Marty's suggestion and loved it. Inspired by Emily, I've started playing D&D next and think it's great. Because of Bill, I've widened my music library, too long to put a list here, with more f- emphasis on kick-ass guitar playing. DJ James, I've downloaded the first few episodes of Debreaks and intend to listen on my road trip to wow, Indiana next nice. week and give that genre of music a chance. Yeah, that's awesome. Nice. Uh, I hope you all have a great holiday cel- uh, celebrating however you wish. Thanks for the insanely awesome free funny. All the best, William, who is Warwick1336 on the Twitter. Oh, yeah. Thank you, William. Thanks. Nice note. Yeah. That's an awesome, awesome email. So thank you for that. And that closes the me- the mail sack. I feel like the, I feel like the show has been like uh, like our answers fall into the category of like not sure, wait on. I don't know, I don't know. Wait on this. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, it was just the, uh, <laughs> the this one is the show of not not really answering anything. <laughs> um so Chris Brown recommends Blanca Nieve, a Spanish Snow White. And that translates to Snow, Snow White. Snow White. Uh, okay, that's for Jeff. And then Jeff also asks if we started watching season two of Lillehammer on Netflix. Haven't? Uh, yeah, I skipped season I one. Did. I'm so lost. <laughs> Who's the wisest? I'm waiting for season 20. <laughs> that's when he'll start listening. Um, 
so all right so we we don't know exactly what we're going to do for the end of the year my thoughts are we'll probably will take the next two weeks off and oh god no yeah, I hate yeah. to say it. Um, um, yes, uh, but I uh, want to wish everybody out there the most happiest of holidays. Merry Christmas, whatever floats your boat. Yep. And um, I'm not really worried about whether Santa Claus is white or not, Marty. That's not the point of the season. I'm just worried whether he's Christian. I just hope Jimmy Kimmel like invites me over to Christmas like he promised. <laughs> for, <laughs> for clams. For clams. Christmas what would be great is, is if you got a call. Yeah. Hey, come on over, Marty. We had such a good time talking over clams. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like to pick up where we left off at my place. <laughs> and James, are you're going to be around for the holidays? I will be here in town. And uh, are you holidays. And uh anyone coming down to visit or anything like that? Uh I think Marilyn's daughter is going to come visit uh from Northern California and that's going to be fun. Good times. Okay. Well, very good. Have and are you going to go to Camarillo one? too? Uh, yeah, we may we may make a little trip to Canario. Nice. So, it's beautiful, beautiful town, beautiful place. Great for shopping. Yes. And um, oh, last movie recommendation. I think <laughs> I recommended the Shame of Commerce. Thanks you. Yeah. The more you know, <laughs> it's, it's it's great for shopping. It's in, they have this giant outlet mall there. And, <laughs> well, that's what everybody in LA knows Camarillo for. They they know it yeah, for the outlet. The mall. outlet. I find the fresh vegetables. So I would recommend Resolution to Jeff. It's a it's a very twisted. Very low, super low budget movie on um, on Netflix, made last year, and it's about a guy um, trying to help his friend get off of crack by mm. by chaining him to a, an abandoned house, um, and it's very funny. Oh. It's very very um, resourceful. It's a Sounds good. Sounds like it explores the um, it's human a, condition. It's a great example of how to take good writing and then you, you look at what you have. They had access to someone's cabin, unfinished cabin, and they shot a movie there. And it was really real, well done. Very, really entertaining. Yeah, good, good choice. No, you don't. I that. will watch it 20 times. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, thank you guys for, for listening for through this nonsense for today. And, and all, uh, frankly, all year. All year. <laughs> yeah, no, we really appreciate it. And we've gotten so much great feedback. So, um, if you haven't emailed, please join the join the mail sack. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of room in the sack for you. Uh, that's that's noonerpodcast at gmail dot com, and you can Twitter at us at uh, Nooner Podcast. Uh, no, no, Nooner Dan Marty. Yeah, Nooner Dan Marty. At Nooner Dan Marty, or at Marty U, or at, at Dan, Dan Etheridge, or at D John Master. Right. Yes. And then those other fuckers who couldn't bear to be here today, you can tweet at them. And uh, also, please, I, I know Steve gives me shit about it. But you can leave a, uh, a message on, or a rating for us on the uh, iTunes. iTunes, yes. And oh, I it think would that's be, a good thing. Yeah, it's it, probably it, end of year little It really time, helps time out. We want to be, the, our goal, a goosing. I don't know if we'll ever be huge on the podcast uh, realm in the, the pod, comedy podcast chart, but I want to be the number two. I think we're, we're, we're on the uh, Stitcher top... Oh, oh, and Stitcher has awards yeah. if you want to nominate us for yeah, the, the What's do. a Stitcher? I'm yeah, kidding. You Thank you for coming. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so if you, I want to be the number two Smodco podcast. That's my goal. That's yes. that's my resolution that's for 2014. Resolution. Okay, good resolution. Number t- so everyone have a great Christmas. We will probably see you next year. Yes. yes. Have a good one. Take care, everybody. We used to be such good friends. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite. <laughs> Guess it helped that we weren't really each other's types. Then one day, 
out of nowhere, you said. But I didn't hear you, so I was like, what? And you said. has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.